0: Welcome to WPC Smash, your stop for wrestling and pop culture smash together. I am Ian, this
1: is Mike Moran, and this is Hipster,
0: and we are going to immerse you into our world of wrestling, sports, fantasy, sports, music, movies, and pop culture. Alright, WPC Smash Episode 8, Mike Moran, episode, yeah, eight.
1: episode 8, The Ocho, I'm excited.
0: We're here for ESPN The Ocho. The most popular
1: channel on Direct TV, channel six hundred and seventy-four. It's, it's a bold episode. Ian. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Dude, how was your week, man? I was pretty good. A little crazy. Um, if you check my Twitter account, there was a bat in my living, uh, my bedroom. Then went down to my living room. A little exciting. A bat, yeah. like, a like bat. the great outdoors, like Ozzy Osbourne, like Black Sheep. A bat in yeah, your bedroom. It, it looked at me. <laughs> yeah straight <laughs> right on dude After how'd you catch uh, it did you
0: swat him with a sweeper broom or what? i was
1: chasing him with a broom but then um we thought it was out of the upstairs and i'm like it's too good to be true i'm gonna go downstairs and there he was perched above my tv <laughs> so we're like castlevania he, he, style yeah. waiting to swoop down when you yeah. go like so we took an empty cat litter bucket and kind of just yeah trapped him in and then put the cover on and let him outside right on dude, that, dude. Was, that was pretty much my week but how is it Your <laughs> dude, week. that's crazy it is crazy. <laughs> my, my, my week was crazy too bro uh we
0: added a new addition to the family a lovely young daughter named aurora a healthy young daughter i might add uh, yeah. beautiful healthy Definitely. young daughter yep. you know the most important things bro and um you know everything went really smooth everything was really good the wife and i are really happy and um you know everything's good up until now all four days old of her can't complain brother yeah, very good man and she is beautiful for <laughs> thank sure. you sir a lot you, of sir. hair yeah a head of yes hair, man. sir that explains the heartburn my oh, wife yeah. says <laughs> dude so something that i did have time for during the week was raw and smackdown of always. course always absolutely yeah. i got a dvr that runs on constantly yeah. And it records all my wrestling, bro, and I got it all. And there was a, you know, a good amount of it. For sure. Especially with like updates. Thanks for keeping everybody updated at WPC Smash on Twitter with the G1 oh, updates, yeah. which is going mm-hmm. on every day. And Mike Moran's giving you guys all the updates. That's right. Super cool stuff. But let's get into Raw, dude. Um, we made a lot of predictions. SummerSlam's coming up. Mm-hmm. We got two weeks left. We got Ooh, two episodes geez. of Raw and two episodes of SmackDown. So this is really like where they're cementing the feuds. We made predictions, we had ideas, stuff was already cemented, but mm-hmm. not much. Right. We got a lot more cemented this week.
1: Definitely.
0: Um right off the bat, the Hardy boys defeated uh Luke Gallows and Carlos Anderson. Yeah.
1: The good I mean, brothers.
0: Dude, that that kind of cemented to me that they, you know, didn't the revival come out somewhere near the end, or yeah. there was something weird yeah, in the like promo? I believe, yeah, all right, then, cool. And then so, it
1: turned into just a brawl.
0: There's the three
1: way that we there talked about, yep. you know.
0: Um, but unfortunately, uh, ding, ding, ding! Spoiler alert: Recent news, there was an injury yep. invo- that involves this match,
1: and that would be Scott Dawson again, dude. Top oh. men, you know. One pound of those, FTR, of baby. Pound FTR. So bicep injury, yeah. and the reports are saying that... It sounds like they're can, soft. It should be like can, pound soft. <laughs> WFT. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, not uh, that. <laughs> yeah. Reports are saying that if he can let it heal on its own, but that would take six weeks. Or if he got surgery to 100%, get it fixed, then at six months. So either way, it looks like the revival... Oh, I, no! Should I mean, be their entrance music. I
0: think... Uh, that they'll probably still do something. They'll probably still have the match, and he'll protect it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they'll just work around it. Because there's so many guys in the match, you could easily do that. So I think they're right. going to do that. Obviously, I don't think they're going to win now. I still think they're right. going to set that match up, which they haven't concrete said, you know, this there's going to be a three-way right. at SummerSlam. But it certainly seems like it's leading that way. You know,
1: and they could definitely do that. Or what I'm thinking is maybe they have the, the club, the good brothers, just totally kayfabe destroy them. Uh, to write them off, and then it just kind of brings the club back up. That would be great. You but
0: know? on a totally other end of this match spectrum, I mean, you may have the Awoken brothers. Yeah, coming around I've, I've soon. I've heard of that too. Um, you know, they're obviously we've read that the broken stuff isn't going down. Trademarks are not being, you know, it's annoying. What I don't, I don't want—they're being submitted, but they're not being granted.
1: Right. So, like
0: we've read, TNA is was denied copyrights of it wwe Mm -hmm. i read today was denied copyrights of it so i mean i don't know where we're gonna go with this type of stuff but it seems to me like just totally ripping something close like wwe is kind of known for maybe the best way to go with this and just let matt hardy do his thing and see if he can strike you know lightning in a bottle that's what i was gonna
1: say in matt hardy's brain i think he already has a backup plan and he's already like Fine, we'll be woken. You know, I I read something that instead of saying broken Matt, he's gonna be like, well, this is broken Jeff, and I'm brother. I forget what his middle name is, but totally, they could do know, something like to that. They just switch the names just a little bit, and you know, you can find a word for delete anywhere. I'm sure replace it could be anything. You know, yeah. with with the right attitude and the way the they present present it, the Hardy Boys they already got. The, the crowd in their pocket. So I think WWE crowd is waiting for it no matter what it is and they're just gonna roll with it.
0: Yeah man, they're definitely gonna do something. I don't know what that is, but they're definitely gonna do something. You know, um after that we jumped into the uh two oh five live crowd, the cruiserweight division. Um mm-hmm. obviously they're setting up Akira Tazawa and um Neville. They're doing something like that, right? Yeah. Is that what you think is coming for SummerSlam? Because they're just like they just did that kind of in the background. But where, who else are they really building strong? Do you think right now? I mean, they're making all these guys kind of middle of the road tweener type guys, and honestly, the only one that makes sense to me
1: right off the bat is um I'm thinking honestly again, um, Divari. You know, he's kind of just been being he's been winning kind of like the muscle. He's been winning out of, out of the high flying. He's kind of. A big muscle in there uh yeah definitely yeah. like
0: I don't, I don't know dude they're, it not, doesn't really, excite me that they're not giving anymore. me any direction with it yeah. obviously like i don't I mean, know they what... got
1: cedric Alexander, they got rich one they, they got talent and i who know i'm still at the point right now who knows where they're going with cruiserweight division they're not even doing purple ropes anymore
2: yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and you
0: well i think that they're trying to make it more of you know a spectacle type deal And uh, it's important to make people want to watch the show. And nobody wants to watch it right now. You know, there's nothing about it that excites me. You know, um, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, they uh, did that on Raw. And what do you think about that? You know, obviously they're setting up the tag team we talked about. This is another piece of that. You know, I bet this week on Raw we're going to see, you know, um, Dean Ambrose and Cesaro. Yeah. I would imagine. Right. You know, so the match was good. Definitely setting it up. Yeah, the match was good. The, it was a good setup match. It was exactly what we thought was gonna happen. It was kinda obvious and that and that's where they're going. Point break period. Like that's yeah. it. Um weirdly enough, they kinda did the main event stuff right now, which was Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. That's a weird spot in mm-hmm. Raw to have that match. I thought that was weird. I'm like, man, maybe there's a big swerve coming. Yeah. And they're going to do something at the end, like a four-way type match yeah. or something weird. Um Roman Roman Reigns goes over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I think again this adds into our prediction where um Roman Reigns takes the pin because yeah. he looks strong the right now. For, uh, right. Yep. And so if he takes the pin, it's okay because last week he gate you know he won right and um i think that you were right about that that roman reigns takes the pin i'm pretty sure that's who i predicted too and mm-hmm. and that looks good right there i mean it all makes sense so i could ask you one more time who do you think's gonna win now that you got one more week of rarity belt?
1: uh i samoa joe because only only reason i'm saying that is because of the promo paul heyman you know pulled yeah. With with the whole UFC speculation. There. Absolutely. Like, you I mean, know, that's
0: a big deal. That was a big part of Raw.
1: Yeah. It, you know, you know, if Lesnar loses, he's he's gone. Yeah. So that that's kind of – I got to go back on what I said. I'm still going to stick with it from, from last week. I said Lesnar was going to win. But now with that statement, it kind of shakes it up a bit. Like maybe he will win. Maybe he will. I really don't know. Um, it'll be exciting to see, though. You know, I'm, I'm excited that Braun Strowman's in the mix. But I just thought that one segment right there, when when Heyman said that, I was like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Now, main event picture's shaking up just a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if
0: Vince maybe asked Triple H's advice or Paul Heyman's advice, uh, you know, mm-hmm. who could carry the strap while, you know, Brock goes away and does his own thing, which is clearly on the horizon. And uh, I... I think if you ask both of them today who they would want in that match to carry the strap around, they would both say Samoa Joe. Yep. And uh, I think that's what we're going to see. You know, so you kind of got swerved this week. You know, a change in a different direction. Let's see what happens, man. Right. Came up next, uh, Elias defeated Kalisto. Your boy Elias. Yeah. You remember this match, I Anthony? Stick out to you? That was super cool. I know he not, smacked not him around. Much. Yeah, I was mean, Callisto got his Kalisto got his S in, as you may say. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, always I, getting his shit in. But yeah. Elias looked strong. Yeah. He did his gimmick. It was good. He's Absolutely. a big dude, man. Yeah. Like
1: that's what they're building him right now. Slowly but surely. Like they don't have anything to gain or lose by taking it slow with him
0: yeah absolutely
1: you know i I like it i thought it
0: was good i thought it was a good match for him to win i think Kalisto should go back to 205 live because he could could be a draw there and maybe make me want to watch that you know if he hits a few more of those big salida del souls like he did in the money in the bank match or whatever that was yeah the triangle ladder or whatever uh,
1: i mean that's what i want to see bro like let that dude rip man And, and what i liked about it too um some of the fans, it looks like the fans are coming around on Elias, especially during his little performances, if you want to call it. They're not, like, booing him as much anymore. It depends on the crowd, really. Yeah, yeah, it's going to depend but, on the But um, I don't know if it was last week or the week before when they were in Pittsburgh, it was his hometown, and they were kind of just, like, going with it. And I thought that was pretty cool because he looked up like, oh,
0: all right, this is sweet. Yeah, I mean, it, I get you. They, it can happen I'm you sold know, on... because he's got good work. You right. know, you like him. Yep. You know what I mean?
1: Like, he, he plays aren't... a Mitchell guitar, I mean, just like me. <laughs> that's <a> good quality <laughs> I, acoustic I can... guitar.
0: <laughs> so you're influenced by his choice of musical yep. instrument. <laughs> yeah. And the
1: fact that that's a cool-ass gimmick to me. Like, he goes out there every week and, like, just plays a few chords. Yeah. You know, like, that's hella cool for, like, 12,000 people a week, whatever.
0: Right on, man. Dude, I, I like it. Do you think um he's still going to get any kind of chance at SummerSlam? squash match maybe at the beginning i know you predicted know. them for something right Intercontinental. It against... okay
1: i don't know if you're gonna win but i think still think they're gonna go that way um no because what you said you made a lot of sense with the jason jordan thing yeah so i think they're going that way too i mean on raw they made a
0: you know they, yeah. they get into that you know and um, i definitely think jason jordan you know gets put in that spot which is weird dude like this the second biggest show of the year, and we're getting everything thrown together two weeks before it. Yeah. Like this stuff should be built for months. Right? Like what are these writers doing, man? Me and your boy Mike Moran right here <laughs> could do a lot better job. I mean, if you gave me one month, I could give you six months on paper. That's a hundred times better than what everybody else is giving you. Yeah. Just keep that in mind, Vince. Give me a call. <laughs> you can hit me up at WPC Smash on Twitter, buddy. Uh, we jump. We jumped into a women's match next. This is kind of an important match. All of a sudden, because uh, Bailey defeated Nia Jax via countout, but uh, she got hurt during the match. Man, she we did. we saw some stuff after Raw on the internets and all over the Twitterverse that uh, you know she's hurt and she's legit hurt, yep. and that we're probably going to hear about it tonight. And they're going to do something else to figure out a new number one contender. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I'm hearing. Um, what I'm actually hearing is going to be two triple threat matches. Um, and then the two winners will face off next week. Okay. And then the winner of that match goes on the SummerSlam. See? Perfect concept. I like that. Yep. That's good. Get, Ra's so, been good lately, and gets, dude. This is it gets every good woman a chance. Like, yeah, yep. I'm hoping Emma is even in a match. Oh, I mean, that'd be great, dude. But I know she's kind of working that storyline with uh, Jason Jordan. Like, she said it on Raw, but she's tweeting it. She's keeping up with it behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to be cool. That's a good idea for raw. Absolutely, dude. I'm excited for that. And I and hope it, that is it what stinks happens. Thanks for Bailey. It really does. Like, yeah, you I don't want to see anyone get hurt, especially SummerSlam time or WrestleMania. Big time. show. That's just like the shits, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so
0: we didn't know it at the time. We assumed going off the air that you know Bailey was going to SummerSlam, and we jumped right into the main event. Which was a little bit of a surprise to me because i thought that three-way obviously would have been the main event and we got big cast versus big show and i gotta tell you this match was big trash to me Hmm. it didn't look good i don't think big show looked happy with this match i don't think big cast looked happy with this match i don't think either one of them benefited from it. it it just i don't know where are we going with this where what are we going to do? Yeah. Where are we going? I get that you got a mini story behind it with Enzo hiding behind Big Show, but I don't know, man. I didn't think... I don't know if there's some some weird stuff with them, too, like, where they just didn't want to work together right then, but I mean, that's... It was a weird match, and it didn't look good to me. What did you think, bro?
1: I definitely thought it was a weird match, and even the ending, I was just like, oh, it's over. Like, they just they just put the logo up and bra was over. Like, I was hoping for something more, like, it was a, all right match, but not for where it was on the card.
0: It was, it was a good RAW overall. I, I wasn't super cool with the finish, like you said, too. Mm-hmm. But you know, on the at the end of Monday night, if you're not happy, you always got SmackDown on Tuesday.
1: That's right.
0: And SmackDown did not disappoint this week, Mike Morand. We started right off with the United States Championship oh, match, yeah. a rematch. AJ Styles walking in with the strap against kevin owens they've been swapping this title back and forth <laughs> over the last week yeah and uh so what w- i was a little surprised to see him lead right off with it um but they did you know um we went right into the entrances i was happy about that i like that format when we get right into a match yeah. i mean that's the most exciting off. for me yeah i mean i'm here to watch wrestling i don't need a 15 minute setup for the main event like I'm gonna watch the main event. I'm already watching the beginning. Yeah, it's all, yeah. you know what I mean. It's all good, but um, uh, AJ Styles rolled up Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens looked upset. They went back and forth. We got to see a few cool moves, but it was overall pretty quick. Yeah, you know, it was to the point for matches that these guys could have. You know right. what I mean? Like you, my like, like
1: you said before, they got they got their shits in, and then. Little controversial. I think that's the route they're taking going into SummerSlam. Yeah. Controversial finishes. They, I think they were saying the ref counted too quick, or, you know, Kevin Owens definitely. Um, well, there was the threw, big whole
0: backstage blow up right after that, where right. Kevin Owens flipped out and, and he pushed the referee, and Shane McMahon's there holding him back, saying that he knows they made a mistake, and Daniel Bryan's there, like, oh, the referee missed the right, call, right. missed the call. You know, your shoulders, you know, you made whatever, you know, and um, it was really. Good work backstage, like that was fine. That continued the match for me and made me want to see another match, even right. though I'd already seen these guys wrestle a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. That's like what a good five minute backstage segment can give you. And it wasn't even five minutes, that's totally exaggerating, right. you know. But, um, I enjoyed that. And right then, they set up a SummerSlam match. Shane's like, You know, you're gonna get your rematch that wasn't legit, and you're gonna get it at SummerSlam. I thought that was kind of weird. They're just like, Okay, you're getting it at SummerSlam. Right.
1: Like really? But, but then the curveball came, and, and Daniel Bryan was like, Shane O'Mac will be the special guest referee. Yep. So we Shane figure out, the look. Like, yeah. Okay. We find out what's going to
0: happen with Shane O'Mac yep, during WrestleMania, match, which but... we talked about last week. You know, we weren't sure. We we thought a match, and um, he's going to be a special guest ref, and and I that's fine. You don't get Shane in there. He'll get a good pop from the crowd. It'll be cool. And hopefully it'll set up something for WrestleMania. You know, he screws somebody over or something weird happens. Because I don't mind seeing Shane in the ring once a year. Whatever. That's fine with me.
1: Shane can do the classic uh, from Shano back in, like, 2000 when he was a ref. Do the one, two, maybe Chuck the Birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Mick.
0: Um Right after that, we led into uh, The Usos cutting a promo, which was a good one. Mm-hmm. Dude, their hero promos are getting good. Their new song, super good. Like, a new-ish song. You know, it's starting to grow on me. Is that a pun? Ish. Day one-ish. <laughs> Day one ish, you know, it's getting more catchy to me, and yeah. I'm really, you know, I'm coming around. I still want to see some new moves, like some more healers right. type stuff from them, um, but I, I see that they're trying to do that. I just want to see like more, I don't know,
1: execution of it.
0: Just I don't do know, it. even tweener yeah. heels, like he tweener heel moves, like do something cool, yeah, to make me really be like, yeah, I like the Usos, you know, um, breeze Dango, Fashion Files. I like it, but it's getting kind of boring when they keep doing the same stuff over and over, yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah, this one is definitely
1: weird this week, too. I mean, they're going off the X-Files, I know, but yeah, I, I, I smiled. I didn't, like, laugh out loud, but just looking at it. It kept me entertained, and, and that's fun, what fandango, it's for. Fandango, like, <laughs> shaking around, dancing. and
0: What do you think is going to happen? Who do you think the mystery team is? Obviously, I assume it's somebody being brought up, but now that they're, like, getting super weird with it, doing the Authors of Pain would be kind of done because they're so strong. I put mean them
1: into a goofy.
0: Yeah, like yeah. A, a weird spot for them to debut. I just don't see that working like dude no, Nobody really comes to mind um, I heard they're gonna do an ROH stable maybe in uh, NXT with like Bobby okay. Fish and Kyle O'Reilly mm-hmm. who just debuted um, But I I would have thought that that would be a good tag team for that.
1: I'm thinking sanity yeah. To be good honest. point Sanity hasn't Sanity. been on
0: for a while oh that's a great point because they're good to put in that spot because mm-hmm. they're a character too right and they're they're kind of oh, loose you're a smart man dude I like that's it that's what I was thinking that's a smart one ah oh, yep yeah. that's it that's gotta be it dude you're smart I like that it that would be sweet so we're gonna you see you never know never. Yeah, and that'll be the debut we see at SummerSlam that would be
1: Sanity Right. And, and if not, it's usually because they stem off the night after, too.
0: Well, that brings but, in Eric Young as a leader, as a Mike man, yeah. as a singles competitor. That brings in another women's, you know, Nikki Cross. Uh, yeah. person that can compete in that division, which obviously needs expansion. Yeah. And it brings in a tag team, too, a big, formidable, right. you know, tag team that can do their dog. Oh, man, you're you're right. You're on point, bro. I'm you jealous like I that. didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another a match that came out next surprised me, too, man. Aiden English came out. They gave him a big entrance. He mm-hmm. got to sing for a while, do his whole spiel, try to get himself some heat, which he had. The oh, guy yeah. was getting some legit heat there. compared to, like, what other people are getting booze serious booze like we don't like you man get the hell out of the yep. ring man. Yep, yeah dude like then, and then he won yeah which tells me that they, backstage they know he's getting some of that real heat like this yep. could legitimately be a bad guy that takes a run at a major title not the, the title but an right. intercontinental feud right. for a few months mm-hmm. like absolutely man i'd agree with something like that um <clears throat> right after that we jumped into naomi and becky lynch versus carmella and natalia who do you think was going to go over when you saw that match knowing what's going to happen at WrestleMania with Natalia and Naomi battling for the strap?
1: For SummerSlam, I'm thinking I don't know, I thought the faces were going I say to go. Over. Else? Yeah, he said WrestleMania, but let's talk SummerSlam, right? baby. SummerSlam. The hype is just so big, man. It's like WrestleMania. I get you. Yeah. But no, I was, I was thinking uh the faces definitely Becky yeah. straight fire. ya you know because you think the
0: is going to go over at SummerSlam that uh, naomi's going to get hers the next few weeks you know butter yeah. her up shine her up a little bit as they might say yeah. and uh then the heel goes over at the big show i like it man we saw uh jinder mahal you know backstage he doesn't say it doesn't matter who becomes the number one contender you know and right. and honestly like right now like he's getting some I know people are hating on him and he's getting some heat and stuff like that, but I think he's doing his job fine. Absolutely. Like, I think he's cutting good promos and I think he's got the little stable behind him and I'm happy with what they're doing right now. And honestly, um, if we didn't know that John Cena was about to do the Transformers movie, like I would think that he would be a main guy. Sense. Yeah, you know what yep. I mean? And that he could have a chance to win. And if they still do that match anyway... I don't think that's right because everybody knows John Cena picked up that movie role and that he won't hold that type that title right. for long. so I mean
1: he's in a perfect spot right now. Jinder is uh, where he won the title to going forward because he's definitely learning as he's going. you can see from from the get-go, but he's good he's solid, he's uh you know on paper he got everything you need he doesn't maybe he doesn't do things over the top as much yet. But he's learning. Like you said, he got the promos down, he got the stable, he got the look. He his moveset isn't bad. Like I, I like what they're doing with Gender.
0: I like him too, man. I like you said, I like his look, I like his moveset. I mean everything you hit him on point, man. I like mm-hmm. him and I know that some people don't, but I hope that they do something big with him at SummerSlam. I hope he walks away with the title you yep. know what i mean like that's fine with me it looks yep. good right there yep. in that whole situation for me right now absolutely um right after that we got rusev going over chad gable which i was kind of surprised they were hot on chad gable for a few weeks yeah and now he just comes in and loses to rusev who they've also been hot on for a few weeks that kind of seems like you know something that would have got built more a yeah. little bit
1: But to me i don't think uh gable losing did anything bad to him because he put on a good match against someone who has been in more high caliber matches okay like it's good for rusev because they they're trying to build him as the the big brute again which he you know he can do it yeah So they're just getting back to it yeah yeah absolutely it was gable he put on a show like Yeah, yeah, yeah even to the point where uh rusev tweeted a few days later like i overestimated chad gable absolutely the guy's a worker. Yeah. And I think he's one of those people that, uh, you know, like
0: a, I don't want to jump straight to a Shawn michael esque person, but somebody who a lot of people are going to want to work with because he takes great bumps and he's safe and he looks good and right. he's got a good personality. And I, th- I think people are going to want to work with him. And yep. I think, like you just said, like Rusev realized that, like, hey, this, this guy's got something right here and, and I'd, I'd like to have matches with him, you know? Yep. Um, so, you know. He's sweet. He's a that, good match. You changed my ideas a little bit on how it went. There was a pretty big match right after that, you know, which I didn't expect to see on a SmackDown. That was John Cena versus Shinsuke. Mm -hmm. Number one contenders match, the main event. Um, Anything stick out super, you know, important to you about that match? Because for me, it's the bump that John Cena took. I mean,
1: I thought that would be the obvious route to take, but...
0: And well, it is, because
1: that's the first yeah. thing
0: that comes to your head. It's very you know, That's true. what
1: I'm looking for. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, we don't need... It's scary. Yeah, dude. A lot of things
0: I, going through my head, I
1: was like, oh, wow. Like, I was okay. like, Shitsuke's
0: fired. I bet he thought exactly. that too. <laughs> Taking
1: that, or maybe they're like, okay, next week we're going to do some swerve and he's not going to yep. go into punished, SummerSlam. Punished. Like, we want this guy to be our champion, but he just dropped the franchise. Yeah.
0: So they, they had a pretty... Cool match like John Cena does with everybody's big yeah. match. John, you know, Character. and Shinsuke is kind of that guy too. You know, he can have a decent match with everybody. He's got a different style, you know, which Strong doesn't style. totally work with John Cena. But you know, I, I just felt like I, I felt like John Cena was doing everything that he could do to make Shinsuke look good, and that mm-hmm. was his job. And all the power to him, man. Thank you for doing that. It made uh, me a
1: little bit more of a believer. Abso- in Shinsuke. I to see him yeah. up there with the bodybuilding type.
0: The only thing I didn't like was at the end, um, you know, obviously he dropped him on his head and uh, the Kinshasa, is that how you say yeah, it? Kinshasa,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: he um he hit him with that, but it was like right in the chest. You could tell he was already like super scared to like, that mm-hmm. he had already hurt yeah. him and stuff like that. But after the match, they stand up. Shinsuke walks straight up to him with the camera on live and yep. says, I'm sorry. John Cena looks right at him, tells him there's nothing to be sorry about. Yep. They hold each other's hands up high. Man, that was a moment, dude. I thought it that does. was cool. It that could have been was. a pay per view moment, and it should have been. You know, but John John Cena's going. I mean, that The Rock route. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he might. Uh, we might be seeing. You know, him starting to his, put yeah. guys over on his way out the door to like be a main mm-hmm. movie star and be a big right. man in Hollywood. Like he's got the personality. There's no reason your kids can't watch him. You know what I mean? He's got everything that you would want to make a big, big-time movie star. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think that he's doing his things the right way no matter what he decides to do. You know, I think that's really cool, man. I, I, I like John Cena. Yeah. I like Shinsuke. I'm happy to see him go in as the number one contender. And I'm happy to see him go up, you know, against
1: Jinder Mahal because I, I like him too. Yeah, it could know? be his moment. It could be Shinsuke's moment. It's a cool week, man. A, a lot of buildup. Summer, yeah. A SummerSlam babyface victory. And we
0: still got one more week where they could do anything to us. It's yep. the WWE where anything could happen, brother. Like, you don't yeah. even know. Oh, Hulk Hogan man. could make his comeback you know, right <laughs> before SummerSlam. Like, there's one more week, man. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, I expect that they're going to give us something good with these go home shows, man. See, you know, and, and,
1: I, and I do like, too, that, you know, Cena went to Twitter, too, and he legit was like, I didn't know the move. Don't be mad at Shinsuke. Yep. You know? He didn't know that he was supposed to land on his belly. He thought it was like a, just a snap, snap drop suplex.
0: Yeah, they were obviously both doing different moves. Right. You know what I mean? And that was it. Was cool. Everything was top notch about that. I liked it.
1: It was a scary moment though. Like I absolutely even, like. Oh man! Like you don't want to see that on anybody. No, no, and, not at all. And Cena's definitely a tough guy and a trooper. Yeah. As he got up and finished the match, I'm like, oh, that would be typical. A lot of workers do that. Yeah. But then for him, like you said yeah nice ending you know really they nice probably
0: ending. yeah i dug it man i'm excited for next week and i'm you know go home matches and i'm excited for SummerSlam, man it is going to be a killer show
1: let's get into the spotlight match of the week <laughs> all right spotlight match of the week Ian, this week you got to pick the uh, match of the week, and it was a match that I very much enjoyed. Uh, why don't you remind the good listeners out there what you picked, man?
0: Absolutely, dude. I was super excited for this match. This is one that I've been tossing around in the back of my head for a while. Definitely for me, when you think of spotlight matches of the week, you know this is one that popped right up to the top of the list, and and I thought it was about time we took care of it. For me, it was Ross Six O Two. December 6, 2004, that was Trish Stratus versus Lita, the main event of Raw. And this was the first main event on Raw with a women's championship on the line ever. Yeah.
1: Because a one-on-one women's match in general anytime time ever might even be wwe programming as well but definitely monday night raw for sure
0: absolutely man and monday night raw being the biggest show in wrestling the the first time that the women led the show Mm -hmm. you know that's a spotlight match of the week to me man and i gotta tell you i remembered this match being huge a big big match with a lot of implications And just really being a spectacle. Um, I went back and I watched Raw 602 on the WWE Network, and I got to tell you, there wasn't as much buildup as I remembered. Yeah, you know, um, they did a couple promos throughout the night. You know, kind of showing you who was the heel and who was the face type deal. Trish is super mean and picking on Lita. Lita's you know playing the innocent you know person and the the good guy, the the good guy. I'm trying to do up. things the right way. Right. Let's have a legit. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we got a couple of those throughout the match, but there was a lot of other things going on during that Raw, man. And I got to tell you. Um, it was a weird Raw. It was definitely a weird <laughs> Raw. I, the the big th- the biggest thing that stuck out to me backstage-wise was there was a little promo where uh, Lita, quote-unquote, broke Trisha's nose and yep. uh, it looked pretty good like you know blood came out right away i thought um that that it looked good that man. she may have legitimately just broke Trish's nose on accident man and you know it was like a headbutt and then she kissed her so it was great dude mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what else could you Gave want her from kiss a kiss what else would you want from a backstage segment man um Lita had the home crowd advantage, like, this is yeah. the spot for this match, mm-hmm. for her to come in as the babyface, chasing that heel down, that mean-spirited heel, um, you know, she, Lita comes out looking great, getting, you know, getting the crowd response, mm-hmm. and Trish comes out wearing the uh, the mask that her yeah. nose was broken, yep. you know, the uh, adds to the, heel the clear you- plastic mask, you know, that kind of... We always consider a weapon, per se. You don't know how they're going to use it, but it's definitely, you know, a foreign object, (laughs) as you might say.
1: Foreign but approved at the same time. Foreign objects! Because it's a, you know, uh, approved protection device, if you will. Yeah, man. We all know that's a fluke. (laughs) So
0: so again, you know, I'm watching Raw, I'm watching Raw, I'm watching Raw. Finally, the main event comes around. There's only 15 minutes left of Raw. I'm starting to get a little nervous. I'm like, man, I just picked this for the spotlight match of the week of the world famous WPC Smash broadcast, and it's gonna be like a seven minute chick match at the end of Raw. I'm like, oh man, dude, what was I thinking? Um, So the match, the match starts off. It's slow. There's back and forth. They do like some little schoolgirl pin attempts. Mm-hmm. You know, back and forth. Chain wrestling. You yeah. know, some legit good, decent chain wrestling.
1: They're showing off their skills really. I mean
0: Yeah. That they can wrestle worth noting, and right. that they need to be and that they deserve to be in the main event. Right. Um Lita right off the bat does the tope dive, Oof. do the suicide dive. Man, yeah. we've seen that video before. Yeah
1: don't try this at home
0: man she looks like (laughs) she's dead like her neck looks like it broke her back looked like it broke everything looked like it broke
1: yeah we just came back from a neck injury yeah
0: on top of that scarier about the whole thing yo
1: man it was
0: brutal and they show replay after replay of this girl just getting crumbled outside of the ring here's from a
1: different angle here's from that oh
0: dude i thought it was unbelievable i thought she was dead make Uh, it stop Shortly after that, Trish took off the mask and she hits Lita with it. Um, she's been working us the whole time. She don't have oh, a yeah. broken nose. She so had yeah. that
1: grin. I, I liked I'm, it. I'm the heel. She's dude. playing a good. I heel. wasn't
0: even sure. Like I didn't remember because this didn't. I didn't watch three weeks coming up to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't sure. Like, and so that confirmed to me that oh, it was a work and that they had got me a little bit. You yep. know, even after all these years, she quickly just her with episode. it behind
1: the refs back and. She gave the camera that night. Nice, she, she had a nice little snarl on her for a heel snarl. It's still a pretty face. She still reminds and, me of a
0: baby face, but this was a good heel run of hers, and it, right. and it was a good match and showed that she could do both ends of the spectrum. Yep. We got more back and forth, more chain wrestling. Um, Lita gave Triss a top rope superplex. Like, they oh, were yeah, both standing on the notes. top. That was in my notes. Dude, I thought that
1: was cool. The build up to it. Is yeah, that they, the
0: first ever women's superplex on Raw? Like they might have held that for a main event situation like this. I'm at least sure. with That's those a good two. Question. I mean, I, I wasn't sure if even you knew that. No, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, man. yeah, but it was like legit standing. You know, I'm sure there was second ropes with the the person coming off the top type oh, deal. Right, right. But with but both of like them that legit Bret standing Hitman on the top, absolutely, right. man. Like for real. Um, we got a sweet roundhouse kick by Trish after that. Lita did a super sweet power bomb, which I was really uh, yeah, excited it's about. My favorite yeah. move. I'm Write sure, it down. <laughs> I'm sure that one's in notes everywhere, dude. It was awesome, man. We got a really cool sequence right after that of reversals. I was super impressed. False finishes, reversals, yep. look great. Awesome, awesome sequence. And that's what I remembered about this match. Right that moment right there for me was like the dive, the power bomb, that sequence was why this was most definitely in my head, a spotlight match of the week. And, um, right at the end, Leah hits a Lita hits a monster moonsault. It looked good. Uh, she won the title in her hometown. Mm -hmm. She holds it up after chasing the heel for all this time. I loved it, bro. It was a good match. And that's why I picked it for the spotlight match of the week.
1: Yeah, man, it was definitely a great, great pick. I enjoyed watching it. Um, they showed that they could bring to the table what every guy could do. And they threw a classic match. It, it was a spotlight. It was a classic.
0: It was short. It was sweet. But it, it was right. classic. It, it did had everything, everything right. It you had the right
1: emotion. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, but right in the front row, right near the turnbuckle that Lita did the moonsault from was a young Charlotte Flair. <laughs> I knew that, but I didn't notice her at the time. And I honestly, I forgot to look.
0: I should have because you just told me oh, that recently. I was looking yeah and i you mean seen
1: watching a ma- yeah watching cool. a match like that live i'm sure that was a little bit of inspiration for a, a young charlotte Ashton absolutely player. but um yeah definitely great pick i enjoyed watching it and those two women classic they, they can make dvds on just those two women for days about just their feuds when they worked together it was magic in the ring
0: yeah man definitely
1: Good. deserve both to be hall of famers
0: little piece of wrestling history right there and that's what we do here at spotlight match of the week it might not always be you know the greatest match or the longest match or the most entertaining match or the best wrestling match but it's going to be the best of something and that's why we pick him here for spotlight match of the week man i know i don't want to put you on the spot but uh it's time for you to pick yours for next week and i know you have a hard time with it just like i do i do so lay it out there bro what'd you pick for the people
1: all right so for next week i picked a tna Main event TNA baby Get some, some TNA, some All love. Right. they deserve it. Um, so TNA Unbreakable 2005, I believe it's for the X Division Championship. You got Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels versus AJ Styles. Wow, three way dance, as they call it. Yeah, absolutely. In TNA. You know that that's going to be a classic with those three guys in
0: there. Everything that they touch turns to gold. Yep great man i'm excited to watch that
1: yeah so that's gonna be that next week um so for right now we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna hit it back into pipster for some fantasy news you can find
0: us on twitter at wpc smash
1: or on our website wpc where you can find current and past episodes a donation button ...and links for iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate,
0: review, and subscribe, brother.
2: Fantasy
1: News!
2: All right, all right. Thanks, guys, very much for sending my way. Um, So this week, like I said on last week's episode, we're going to try out some different stuff this week... Um, But Getting right into the injury news first, we have a few notable injuries um, throughout the league. Uh, Some defensive, some offensive. Um, Devontae Booker noticed him last week. It does look like it's going to be more serious. Um, Will Will Fuller, a wide receiver for the Texans, Uh, he is out with a collarbone injury. Uh, Andrew Luck was on the positive side. Looks like it might be trending downward. Uh, Christian Michael, who was signed by the uh, Indianapolis Colts, looks like he is going to be uh, injured as well. Uh, So no uh, rebirth there uh, at all. Um, Jalen Ramsey, uh, defensive back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That hurts their defense. They look like they're going to be really solid. Um, We'll get into that later. Um, Going down the list here, let's see. New England Patriots, Alan Branch, Uh, defensive lineman and linebacker Dante Hightower both on the PUP list which that's not good kind of going straight down here Sean Drawn of the Giants uh, running back he was with San Francisco he's like a fourth stringer nothing really to worry about there Um, keep going down here Sammy Coates is still on the PUP list with a knee injury Uh, Tajay Sharp I think I mentioned him last week foot injury Jordan Reed is still on. Jordan Reed is still on the injury report, and that's about it. So, um, I'm gonna bring it uh, in here to the new segment, and uh, let's see how this goes. Let's do it. Pitster's bold predictions of the week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is my bold predictions of this week. So how I broke this down was divisionally. Uh, we will hit up the AFC West and NFC West this week. And as we go on, we'll move into the other ones and see how this goes. So maybe I'll do more next week, maybe less, but we'll uh we'll see how it flows. So starting off with the AFC West here, we got the Denver Broncos. Um, and basically as I described, uh, last week, my bold predictions are not necessarily stuff I expect to happen, but maybe some stuff that, uh, high hopes happen. No, no, I wouldn't ever wish any injury or anything like that on anybody, but, um, let's just get into it and we'll see how it flows. So, uh, Denver Broncos, neither Emmanuel Sanders or Demarius Thomas will crack the top 20 wide receiver at all during the season. I just don't believe in the offense. I don't think they're going to click, and that's the prediction for that team. Let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, we got Tyreek Hill, wide receiver. I have him rushing for more yards than any running back by week three. So I I don't believe in the running backs that are in that system. I think uh, Tyreek Hill is going to be the offense. He's going to make Alex Smith look like a superstar this year. Uh, Next up, we got the Oakland Raiders. Now, the Raiders. Uh, I have them winning the division. Uh, They will lose in the conference game to the New England Patriots. Um, Also on this one, I want to add an extra one because I think there's a lot of hype for Marshawn Lynch right now. So let me uh, burst that bubble. Uh, He will be, I know I said burst the bubble, but he will be a top 10 running back the last four games of the season, he will not make the top 10 running back any other time during the season. So I really think that he's just kind of publicity kind of going to be held out as a workhorse for the end of the year. I don't see him doing much uh, throughout the season, but Hey, I hope he's wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I got him in dynasty league. So this one, I hope I'm wrong, but this is just how I feel it right now. Um, so then we got the San Diego chargers, the last team in the AFC West. And I don't want to break anybody's heart here because I'm a fan of football, but Antonio Gates, I do not think, I believe he is tied right now for the touchdown record and I don't think he's going to, for tight ends, I don't think he's going to break Tony Gonzalez's record. I uh, say he's going to be injured earlier in the season and it's going to be the uh, Hunter Henry show the rest of the season. And I don't know if Antonio Gates will be back. Um, That's my bold prediction for the AFC West. Come at me. Uh, At Pipster2k1 on Twitter. Come at me, bro. Pants dropped fire. All right. So we got the NFC West. Um, This one, I'm going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, And I really kind of believe this one. Um, I know David Johnson came on really strong uh, at the end of not last season, but the season before. And he just lit the world on fire last year. But uh, I'm saying David Johnson will not, will not score a touchdown until week five uh, after that time he will only score 10 touchdowns uh receiving or rushing combined basically uh san francisco 49ers carlos uh, carlos Hyde will remain healthy the entire season that's my bold prediction oh and also this little tidbit he will rush for more than 1000 yards and have double digit touchdowns uh so moving on to the seahawks here i have uh <laughs> little man, I was going to say big man, little man because is a tiny person, Tyler Lockett will have over 1,000 yards uh, receiving, but will have less than 5 touchdowns. Um, Jimmy Graham, on the other hand, will have over 12 touchdowns. So how I kind of see this playing out is Tyler Lockett, he is a deep threat. I see him as a Deshaun Jackson type, so I think he's going to get you a lot of yards, and he may not even get you that many receptions, but I see him having a lot of yards, so you know that's my that's my bold prediction for the Seahawks here um and then St. Louis Rams I have and I'm not I'm trying not to be biased when I do these things but I really think Todd Gurley is going to be bounced back um, he's going to rush for 1000 yards and he's going to receive for over 700 yards now I can't do this without a competent quarterback so I do think Jared Goff will get his act together will act like the first overall pick that he was and he will be a top 15 quarterback, Jared Goff. <laughs> Come at me, man. Come at me. I'm ready. Fire! So that's all the bold predictions for this week. Stay tuned. I'm going to have the AFC South and NFC South coming at you next week. And I'm going to send it back to you guys in the studio. Peace! Fire!
0: All right. Thank you, Pipster. Straight we, fire! We appreciate, appreciate the straight fire. Fire, whatever that is. Maybe that's what the kids are seeing these days. Pant but uh we drop. had a couple things. <laughs> <Pants laughs> drop, baby. We had a couple things happen this week that uh, me and Mike wanted to touch on, and that was Jay Cutler signing with Miami. Tannehill's down for a while, and uh, they signed big boy Cutler to a deal. Is he worth, in your opinion, Mike Moran a fantasy pickup? No. <laughs> Period. No. No, no. Not even with the wide receivers over there and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, that guy can sling and the ball around. Do you want to see who he throws to first and blah, 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 and see how that works I, out?
1: I just think there's other options out there before we go that route. Like, yeah. he's not on my, like, watch list. I <laughs> mean, anything. there was other stuff too. Yeah, most definitely, um, you know, the Jets. Oh, this is a big one for the Jets in, in their defense that's already kind of going on the decline.
0: Decimated. Quincy
1: Enunwa <laughs> has a bulging disc. Eh. Uh, I think he requires a surgery. He's going to be out about six to nine months, so that does not look good. For the Jets, luckily, you know, some people might have some running backs from the Jets on their teams. Maybe you roll with them. Jets running back
0: and garbage time from the Jets will be key this year. Absolutely. That's tough, man. And staying in the AFC East, Mm -hmm. the Bills made an acquisition today of signing Anquan Bolden to the staff. You know, vying for that number two job behind uh, Sammy Watkins. Dude, I'm... He's always a good wide receiver, especially yeah. as a number two guy. Mm-hmm. He can do, like, 10-yard outs, 10-yard ins, little Just hook patterns. Old. Just getting old. That's fine. Thirty seven. You know? He's not there to be the guy. Yeah, right? You know, I, I like to play by the Bills. You know, they, they're they trying to win. You know, I appreciate yeah, that trying, from them. You sure. know, um, after that, biggest thing I saw.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, also, it's it's all over the place. I specifically saw it on Twitter. It's a tough Twitter. day. It is a tough day. Uh, Vince Wilfork has hilariously... Announced his retirement. And do I don't he, I don't mean that in any disrespect. It's just the way he went about doing it. How did he go about doing it? He apparently has a sponsorship with Kingsford Charcoal. And oh, he, he put out Ridge. a commercial where he was in um, his locker. And then he has his Patriots jersey. I like to note that his Patriots jersey on the left. Yep. On the right, he had his uh, yep. classic overalls. Yep. And then he goes out to like a tailgating and he opens the grill and he has like 60 bags of charcoal and he's and he says i'm hanging up the cleats and i'm gonna start smoking my meats boys (laughs) come on he goes peace out i'm done with that and now we're all into the meats and with that obviously he's announcing his retirement but they also announced that the first patriots home game he is throwing a a tailgating party yeah, to, to commemorate his retirement. That's legit, bro. Oh, yeah.
0: Vince Wilfork, he'll forever hold a place in my heart. That guy's always been a patriot. Yep. I understand that he went his ways on the last couple of years, and people do that all the time, but that gentleman mm-hmm. is forever a patriot. I for have sure. his jersey in my closet, and it won't ever go anywhere else That's because, true. in my opinion, he'll retire a patriot. And when you do, your place in my closet stays. So, Big That's Vince, right. thank you for all your work. Thank you for the Super Bowls. We appreciate you. And we're we're gonna buy your cookbooks and all that other oh, yeah. crazy. You're crap an entertaining you're about. guy. That's all that, that other crazy I've crap. Always
1: liked about you too. Entertaining, you know. I liked the way you were on the field. You were just awesome to watch. You were dominant, but uh, going forward, it looks like you got yourself set up with a pretty good deal. So,
0: dude, big Vince, you get a big two sweet from too WPC sweet. Smash,
1: man. Thank you. All right.
0: And now it's time, ladies and gentlemen,
1: to smash this podcast with some pop culture. We got music, we got movies, we got comics, video games, collectibles, and more. Smash!
0: All right, getting into some pop culture, dude. We, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, this yeah. pop culture segment has a lot to do with wrestling. You know, we have. Oh, yeah! A lot of back and forth going on between the UFC and the WWE. A lot of, you know, Twitter wars yeah, trash and other talking. trash talking, as you might say, <laughs> as the kids say these days. Dude, um, Becky Lynch, Cyborg, uh, they've been going back and forth, yeah. at, you know, about going at it at SummerSlam. Cyborg obviously seems to be initiating, mm-hmm. looking for that payday, that WWE for, for payday, the you know, and Smart Girl for doing it. You mm-hmm. know, they've been going back and forth. I Think that they could do something at SummerSlam. It seems they may be leading a little bit away from it as right, the weeks right. go on. But, dude, say, this yeah. is kind of a big deal, and I would love to see something like that happen. Make SummerSlam a little bit more of a spectacle because we don't have anything like that on the card. Yeah, no celebrities or right now that we
1: know of. Yeah, dude, I would love to see it. I think it'd be yep. cool. What do you think, man? I think it definitely would be cool because it's well known that a lot of the um, UFC women are big fans of the wwe and the fact that the wwe women's division is like skyrocketing right now absolutely especially with the may young classic you know talent levels
0: top notch right now we just right. need to see more
1: yeah most definitely even so one of the four horse women from mma is going to be in the may young classic so they are like kind of navigating over to the wwe and who better becky lynch it's believable you know because they're friends they're tweeting each other and i think becky could hold her own in a match with someone who might not necessarily know exactly what they're doing, she
0: could believably scrap with somebody in that ring also, and make it yeah. look
1: believable. To her me, last it, kicker, she's Irish fighter.
0: Dude, I would like to see it, man. And that's not the only, you know, little bit of SummerSlam implications. We already went over that. A big part of SummerSlam is that if Brock Lesnar loses, he's walking away. And the story is that he is walking away, and mm-hmm. that it's because he's going to fight John Bones Jones. In the UFC coming up real soon, man. I'm super excited to see that. Honestly, I don't want to see Brock Lesnar lose in the UFC again. And that could definitely potentially happen against a fighter of the caliber of Bones Jones. You know, who, again... Even though he's kind of a scumbag, holds a weird spot in my heart because he's brothers with Chandler.
1: Say, and yeah, that dude yeah. got us
0: a lot of sacks and we love us some patriots around here. Right. So it's really hard for me to root against him, but I wanna see I wanna see Brock go in there. I wanna see Brock destroy him. It's gonna and, be tough. I, and I want that's what I want to see, man. I'm real excited for it. Yeah, it's definitely I hope gonna, it be happens. Tough. It's
1: gonna be tough for Brock though. Um so to stem off a little bit on it, um, I believe straight up Bones Jones just called him out. Call him out and said, you know, you want to see what it's going to be like to get your ass kicked by someone 40 pounds lighter than you? Yeah. And this is what I thought was weird. Like, strategically, someone got a clip of Brock saying, be careful what you wish for, young man. Yeah. You don't usually see Brock on social media or in any aspect like that. So how it was so quick, like, is it yep. a setup? Is it almost, Is it in the works? It Maybe is We a setup. don't know it, you know? It seems to me anyway. But anyway, what I'm thinking, just by looking at the tail of the tape, if you will, Bones Jones is a striker. He oh, yeah. he's a fighter. So I think if anything, Brock needs to get his defense up. But I also think if Brock gets him down and gets on top of him, it's all over for oh, Bones yeah. Jones. And if so, he can do
0: that for three rounds, it's you, over you and got, Brock wins. You got
1: the both ends of the spectrum. It would definitely be an exciting, you know, buy rate. And I'm into it, man. If Bones Jones knocks
0: out Brez Lesnar, you know, do you think Lesnar can come back and be the dominant Force in WWE again, like nothing ever happened.
1: Yeah, again. Yeah, I think they would do that.
0: They it's uh, WWE. Yeah, you're probably right. They'll have like them
1: ripping doors off cars and stuff again. You know. Yeah. And, but to and,
0: to me, yeah. much more importantly, in pop culture right now is the Mayweather McGregor fight. Dude. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. You know, we got the date. It's August twenty sixth. Big-time ticket
0: prices, big-time
1: pay-per-view prices. This is a big-time fight, dude. And they're traveling the world, cutting promos and doing, uh, like, debates. I don't even know what you want to call it. Like, almost like a public expose of just promos yeah
0: press conference type yeah, stuff. yeah you know
1: they're answering questions but they're definitely digging at each other
0: on each answer and stuff like that cool. cool stuff man i like it
1: so a few things that recently happened within the past week um that i've been reading one, there's two main things i'd like to talk about one is uh mayweather agreed to put on eight ounce gloves that's now, huge now mma fighters are usually i believe between five to seven ounce gloves so it's still not like the same as a MMA glove. Yeah. But eight ounces, the lowest you can go in that weight division for boxing. Yes. So that is definitely huge. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know what size glove Mayweather normally uses, but he's definitely using a bigger glove than that. Yeah. So, I mean, this dude's got quick hands. So I think that's only going to make his hands faster, which mm-hmm. is maybe why he agreed to something like that. But I think this really brings out McGregor's knockout power. All that extra padding's gone. Those extra couple ounces, those were in padding. You know what I mean? And, like, that really, if he tags them with just one or two, like, good ones, Mayweather could go down. You know what I mean? It's not like wearing a big pillow on your hand.
1: Yeah, but we know Mayweather is a professional at evading. You know, he's going to see it coming. He's a professional a runner. Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's just one with those small gloves. Yeah. That's I think that's why McGregor level, went that way. Dude, that's, they're that's both a, so confident. That's too. a big deal, and that's a big part of this fight.
1: And they're definitely, um, as far as the confidence, I recently read that um, McGregor bet on himself a million euros. And he's, like, promoting it. He's telling people from his home country, like, bet on me. I'm yeah. telling you, it's going to be money in the bank. Pun intended. He bet a million euros. To put that into perspective, that's one million one hundred seventy nine thousand American dollars. Wow! That he's gonna win, and that's just. It,
0: I wish I knew the Vegas odds off the top of my yeah. head, but that's that's that sounds like a big deal, man. To throw that down on yourself, that's confidence, man. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's like kicking back, you know you know, a good portion of his uh, payday. Not a good portion, but a percentage of the massive payday they're both about to get to uh, put a bet on yourself. Man, I like it. I like the confidence. I like them going back and forth. It's entertaining. I want to see the fight, man. I'm going to see the fight. We'll figure out how. But, uh, I mean, we have drive-ins in our area showing that fight. I mean, this is a big deal. This is I don't want to say fight of the century, but this is the – the fight that we've been waiting for for a long time. This is the biggest thing since, you know, Ronda Rousey was super hot before she lost. You know what I mean? That's a good six months. I'm yeah. excited for it. Big, yeah, I'm big excited,
1: fight. but I'm also hope no disappointments, you know, like that. Somebody's like got to get knocked down. out. If it's a 15-minute dancing party, there's going to be problems. Yeah, we shall yeah. see, you know, like I said, the 26th. We'll see where they go, if they're going to do any more of these press conferences or what random news will pop up, but we'll be sure to let you know. Absolutely. Definitely uh, follow us at WPC Smash, and we'll keep
0: you guys updated with all that jazz. Mike, you got any video game news for this week?
1: No, not not too much video game news. Um, Splatoon 2 came out for the Switch. Yep. Um, I, I only played the open beta that game and it was a multiplayer spot that I was playing it really wasn't my bag but it was cool but I wouldn't look to go and buy it personally yeah i
0: hear you man things been kind of quiet as far as that kind of stuff for me um big thing going on in the comic book world is uh batman asked catwoman to marry him and, I that. and it's creating a bunch of controversy so really? that's kind of a big deal in pop culture and in the comic book world um as far as x-men goes we're getting a tv show soon i believe it's on fox yeah it's gonna be called something else The gifted the gifted, the gifted? yep They're not going to be mutants. They're going to be gifted because mutants is negative and stereotypical or something weird like that. But, dude, I'm excited about that. I mean, there's cool stuff coming up. A lot of new shows on TV, you know, that aren't getting as much press as, say, you know, um, Arrow or The Flash or something like that would get. Um, But I'm excited for all that new stuff coming
1: up. Yeah. And and a few more things of comic book news. Um, I'm going to have to definitely recheck my sources and I. I uh, urge the listeners, go ahead and check it, but this morning I read that between Sony and Marvel, um, Venom can now be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: I believe there are two other names, and I apologize, I didn't remember them, but I did definitely remember Venom can be in the Marvel Cinematic, Tom Holland, Homecoming, Spider-Man series, so we shall see, and again, we'll make sure that my facts are right, but we shall see. Uh, yeah, rumors speaking, may be rumors, but usually where there's smoke, there's fire with these things. That's right. And uh, speaking of television news, I, I do got a few things. Uh, this one does actually have a lot of press. It's the revival of Roseanne. And um, one thing with Roseanne is they're still waiting on Johnny Galecki to see if he's going to sign on or not. Um, you Which know, one's that?
0: I don't know people's names for like shows like that.
1: Johnny Galecki is... Leonard from the Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay, right on. You know, he was uh, Becky's boyfriend. Oh, he's
0: got a big deal with that Big Bang Theory, man. He's making a lot of money. That's the number one comedy for what, 10 years? Like something ridiculous like that? Holy cow.
1: Yeah, but most of the original um, cast for Roseanne have signed on. I believe it's only 10 episodes. But um, yeah, he was um, Becky's boyfriend. Um, in the show absolutely for
0: quite a few seasons too like he lived at the house and everything quite a bit of them yep david yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was his name and it's
1: so different to see you know his range because david was kind of a punk ass badass kid and then you got leonard on the other end who's leonard you know the smart scientist nerd comic book video game guy yeah uh So yeah, that was a little bit about Roseanne, because I'm I'm excited about the revival, and I obviously want David to be on the show. Yeah, revival, pound FTR, baby. (laughs) Too sweet! Also, just another one uh, piece of news that I thought was definitely awesome. I believe it's going to be at the end of September, but Hulu got a hold of some awesome TV shows, the TGIF lineup from uh abc or cbs whatever it was back in the day yeah
0: abc for sure abc family
1: yeah (laughs) yeah so they're gonna have every episode of full house every episode of family matters aka urkel yeah every episode of hanging with mr cooper and my personal favorite out of this list step by step yeah i can't wait to go back and binge watch all those shows but step by step was always kind of my jam because it was Different, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than what everyone else was talking about, dude.
0: It, those are all cool, show man. That's I'm super excited about that. Speaking of like weird things like that, Xbox One getting Spotify. You got Spotify? You stoked about Ooh, that? Oh, getting Spotify?
1: Yeah, man. You didn't I read know that? that?
0: Yeah, no. Xbox One signed a deal with Spotify. I got Spotify. Yeah. yeah, I've
1: been using it on my PlayStation. Cause, yeah, you'll be using it on your Xbox now, yeah, brother. So see you later, Pandora. No more ads, man. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, <laughs> that's awesome, dude.
0: Awesome. Um, few minutes left right at the end. You want to jump into the G one? I got a couple quick results like sure. points and stuff like that where people are at. Um, the G one's been going on for the last fifteen days. Mike's been keeping you guys updated on Twitter, so you guys should have a good idea where the results are. But if you don't, um, there you know the bracket is really starting to stack up as this tournament's going along. So we explained how the tournament works, and I'm basically just going to go over you know the top few guys in each block, really guys who have a chance to to win this thing, you know, and eventually face the champion at um wrestle kingdom wrestle kingdom baby. do you know what number this will be no i'm not sure off the top of my head either but we'll, <laughs> we'll figure that out when the time comes because that's going to be one of the biggest shows of the year that's huge for us and oh, it'll definitely. probably be even big for you like even bigger than last year you know mm-hmm. so um block a naito 12 points tanahashi 12 points we go down a couple and we get uh, ibushi and bad luck Fale with 10 i th- really think you know it kind of leads to the naito tanahashi You know, in that block, this is block A. These guys are both legends in Japan. And they could believably each be in that semifinal match to go into a believable tournament final. Um, Tanahashi is that, you know, like we've said before, John Cena, babyface through Japan has always done the right thing, guy. Naito is that uh, NWO-esque fan heel, you know, Mm -hmm. running around with Los Ignoberales. And I think that those two guys would have a great match, so I hope that's where they lead, and that's where it looks like it's going. On block B, right at the top,
2: Okada Omega. and
0: Omega. Yeah. Okada with 12 points, Omega with 10. Um, Evil sitting down there with 10 points too. You know, So this one's a little bit of a three-way. Um, this block, things could happen um, to knock somebody like Kenny Omega, like you would very much not expect, out of – out of contention for the finals in this tournament. But I really think we'll see Okada and Omega go at it. And, okay. yeah, honestly, I, I don't know. Unless they do something. Well, Okada gets hurt and, like, has to forfeit a couple matches, and then they do Omega Evil. See.
1: Yeah, because Omega already beat Evil in one of the the tournament matches. And well. Evil beat Okada. was it was, a, it was a, a strong, striking match. I mean, that's the Japan style, but I, I specifically remember watching that match, and they, they keep the intensity up. Every yeah,
0: day. so I really think those are the four guys we're gonna see at the end, maybe with some evil involved. Um, I'm super excited about it, and I mean, there's matches from these guys who are down at the bottom of the list that I have been all over the internet because they're so good. Ishi, Zack Sabres Jr. These guys are at the bottom of the bracket. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Juice, Juice. Robinson, that, exactly. yeah, Juice
1: Robinson. I was gonna talk about him. Um, he made
0: himself look good, man. Tell him most like,
1: definitely because he's fighting with Kazuki Okada. Yeah, and to him, he knew that meant a lot to himself too. And he's fighting so many different legends just in in, in his block alone. Sonata, Suzuki. He, these guys have been around have, for a long time. He's not getting all the points, but he,
0: he's putting on great matches. Dude, great matches. And I'm sure that these people appreciate his work because he's making them look great, man. And this has been an awesome, awesome tournament per usual. And we're going to really get into detail on it. I'm thinking when we get down to the semifinals, the last four, is that where you want to really get into detail, Mike?
1: Oh, yeah. The last few nights because, um you know, that's... When it all... The big deal, yeah, absolutely. It's scheduled to end on August 13th. You know, in in a little inside scoop from the Elite, the uh, Bullet Club... You know, the Bullet Club members, the Young Bucks, a lot of people have been asking, where have you been? Where where have you been? They're not in the tournament, but they'll be at the last three nights of the G1 to perform and absolutely compete, you know?
0: And go off and try to steal the show from those semifinalists who are going to try to win. (laughs) Absolutely, man. I'm super excited. Anything that New Japan does is great these days. And this tournament format really keeps us at WPC Smash excited, so... Yeah, definitely keep you know keep watching, keep on Twitter. And Mike will keep you updated as the tournament goes on. And man, I had a great week, Mike. Yeah. Anything Me else too. that you want to chime in for these people?
1: No, I man, I think I'm all out of info for this week, brother.
0: <laughs> all right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Definitely check out the uh, TNA match, Mike. What, what was it exactly?
1: Unbreakable 2005, the main event. Triple threat match. Alright, people enjoy us. Hit us up on Twitter
0: at WPC Smash and a two sweet, sweet from your boys at WPC Smash.
1: Sweet.
0: You can find us on Twitter at WPC Smash
1: or on our website wpcsmash.wordpress.com, where you can find current and past episodes, a donation button, and links for iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, brother.